Read Aloud is courtesy of my favorite poet, Fanula Darling, who sent me this earlier today. She is still running her poetry classes, obviously um, via digital format rather than getting people in a room together, as was the case before coronavirus. And um, she has asked them to keep sending poems from lockdown. And the one that Fanula shared with me, Proud Mum, was by her daughter, Beatrice Willoughby, and it's called The Earth in Lockdown. The first thing she noticed was the silence. Her chest was clear, her body bare and unbound. What the hell is going on, she asked. Nothing to do with me, replied Hell. She looked in the mirror, and all she saw was herself. Meadow and grass and desert and snow and mountain and ocean and dirt roads and rivers and dams not giving a damn. She didn't waste any time. She's always moving. She woke her big cats, the laziest of her children. She poked her penguins. She unleashed her dolphins, her jellyfish and sea cucumbers, her apes, her amphibians, and every one of her barn owls. She even woke her anteaters, her ladybugs, and all her frogs. She told them, it's okay, you can play outside again. One of the benefits of of this, one of the few benefits of this, and while we're talking about animals and being out and about, uh, I love this poem. I think it's very funny, and I hope you find it funny as well. It's by Jacques Prévert, and it's called The Song of Two Snails on Their Way to a Funeral. Two snails were going to the funeral of a dead leaf. Their shells were shrouded in black, and they had crepe, and they had crepe around their horns. They set out in the evening, one glorious autumn evening. Alas, when they arrived, it was already spring. The leaves who once were dead had all sprung to life again. The two snails were very disappointed. But then the sun, the sun said to them, Take the time to sit a while. Take a glass of beer, if your heart tells you to. Take, if you like, the bus to Paris. It leaves this evening. You'll see the sights. But don't use up your time with mourning. I tell you, it darkens the white of your eye and makes you ugly. Stories of coffins aren't very pretty. Take back your colours, the colours of life. Then all the animals, the trees and the plants, began to sing at the top of their lungs. It was the true and living song, the song of summer. And they all began to drink and to clink their glasses. It was a glorious evening, a glorious summer evening. And the two snails went back home. They were moved and very happy. They'd had a lot to drink, and they staggered a little bit, but the moon in the sky watched over them. And then the problem with parties, as you might know, is the washing up afterwards, and that is the theme of a poem by Peter Payak called The Ultimate Party. All 74 billion people who once inhabited the earth are invited to a party. The invitation state 8 p.m., and to my surprise, give my apartment as the place. The dress is casual. They all arrive within a couple of hours of each other, but the party's a bomb. There's very little food, no space, and the various languages present a communications problem. After a while, tempers grow short and fights break out. One in the kitchen is unusually violent for a party, and a man is stabbed. He turns out to be the first man. He dies. In turn, everyone else disappears in order of birth, dating from back almost three million years. This takes some time and goes on well into the middle of the night. Finally, I am left alone with 74 billion cups and glasses to clean. I put it off until morning.